Welcome to Washington In Focus. I'm Brett Davis. Joining me today is the Center Square's investigative reporter, T.J. Martinell. You recently authored a story headlined, Seattle biz owner sues city over CHOP, previously described it as peaceful protesters. I'll have to say your timing on this is good because at about this time three years ago, a Capitol Hill occupied protest previously called Chaz, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, was a reality. So for Molly Moon Neitzel, uh, she's the owner of a local ice cream shop. It has uh, gone from being the summer of love, as then Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin called it, to the love is gone. She's suing the city for extensive property damage. It kind of seems like she wants to have it both ways. So can you uh, go into what specifically is she alleging in this lawsuit? Molly Moon Nitzel operates a chain of ice cream shops in Seattle and her lawsuit. She's filed a tort claim against them for various reasons. One is the fact that they abandoned their East Precinct station uh, just prior to the neighborhood being taken over by rioters and protesters. And they didn't just do that. They also provided resources, equipment, concrete barriers to the protesters, rioters, um, occupiers, whatever you want to call them, so that they were able to maintain this autonomous zone. And also they had a uh, allegedly had a standing policy of where police officers would not enter unless there was a mass casualty event. So any other type of felonies that fell under that, they would not go in there. So there ended up being a bunch of shootings. There was property destruction. There was graffiti. The lawsuit alleges that anybody who tried to clean up the graffiti on their business storefronts were threatened. Then finally, the the chop ended when police came in in July of 2020 and finally cleared it out after there had been uh, multiple shootings. And her her store that was um, located in there was next to Cal Anderson Park, which was is a seven acre park where a lot of the rider occupants protesters were at. Basically, just left this environment that made people not want to come to her her businesses, but also made it difficult for suppliers to come in and, and resupply her stores. As I understand things, she was a supporter of uh, CHOP. So. Yes, that's the interesting part is that this, and this isn't where she made some comments and it's a third hand rumor type thing. She made social media posts on Instagram that as of right now are still up. So the same days that she's accusing Jenny Durkin of, you know, dismissing the severity of this situation by calling it a summer of love, she was posting on Instagram that talking about a mural that was being in progress next to her shop. And she was talking about how it's expressing what this movement is and what the movement means to them. She's not posting social media about, I, I went through the Instagram account, could not find any posts about the damage that was being done either to her, her businesses or to Cal Anderson Park or anywhere else. I'm just surprised she still has all this stuff up on social media, given her lawsuit. Yeah. So one of her, her Instagram posts, she described it as, quote, a part of Capitol Hill near our shop taken over by peaceful protesters. So here's the other part that the uh, the cherry on top of the ice cream cone, pardon the expression. But after the chop ended and police came to clear out all the protesters, occupiers and clean and start cleaning up the area, she put up signs on her storefront. Uh, effectively burying police officers from entering because it said you couldn't bring in your weapons. Uh, you can't come in armed. Well, police officers are not allowed to disarm themselves while on duty. And it was the notice was specifically directed at police officers. So the same person who's complained about the East Precinct Station being abandoned and police not enforcing the law and not going into the chop while it was being occupied, now that it's gone, she's saying, yeah, we don't want your, you in our businesses. So she was supportive of CHOP. Uh, she's essentially banned police officers from her shop, and now she's suing Seattle for damages because of CHOP. Very odd. She was for the CHOP before she was against it. 
so are there any, any uh, in your opinion, are there any merits to this lawsuit? Could she actually win or is this going to get tossed out? Well, it depends on how the judge interprets it, because the judge could say that her opinions at the time don't really reflect on the city's responsibility legally. Just because she's exercising her First Amendment right to believe that this is okay, that doesn't negate the city's responsibility to business owners. Uh, Effectively, it's going to be a question of whether they're going to look at this from a is she trying to have her cake and eat it too? Or are they going to look at it from the just the the legal system? Like what is the liability for the city, ultimately for taxpayers? Yeah, I understand your distinction between, you know, the legal case, but just from a PR perspective, it seems rather odd. Like it seems like she's trying to have it both ways. So I'm not sure how that's going to fly with the public. Honestly, I think that that has more political implications for uh, elected officials in the city and the city's political direction moving forward, because this is a person who was very supportive of it. And now she's, when it comes down to the actual practical aspects, she's saying this caused significant damage to my businesses in this zone. So people can't dismiss it because even its supporters are now turning on it when reality comes, you know, knocking on their door. I imagine there'll be more to the story. I look forward to reading future reporting on this. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For TJ Martinell, this is Brett Davis. Please subscribe and thanks for listening.